Hi, everyone. This is Aaron. Um, it's nighttime when we're recording this. And so I'm here with Leslie. Leslie, I'm sorry for this different setup that I have. Normally, I have like my microphone and a different camera. But uh, thanks for making the time uh, yes, at night to take this call. Of course. Um, Leslie, I wanted to talk to you about Walnut Woman, one of my favorite podcasts of all time. Um, <laughs> it really is, though. I, I've listened to every episode. And I love it. I think it's a very important part of our social media ministry here at FCBC Walnuts. You're two years wow. into this. How many episodes do you have? You have, I had it up here. You have, what is it? 27 episodes right now. And so you're yeah. two years into this. I wanted to ask you uh, what your thoughts are after two years of podcasting. Uh, some Some aspects of it have still been the same. Like, as far as the process goes, how does the inception of one idea lead to the publishing of the actual podcast? Those things remain the same. I think what has changed throughout is um, figuring out the purpose because it was birthed in a time where we weren't seeing each other in the church. And uh, at that time, we were all kind of like logging in onto our um, internet platforms. And then I thought that it would address that need for the lack of interactions. And now that things are back in person, I feel like the, the need for it somehow is not as great since we're back in, into in-person mm -hmm. um, ministries and worship service. Um, so yeah, it's, it's honestly, it was birthed out of faith and we're still going one episode at a time, step-by-step step with faith. So I, I'm thankful that we're still doing it, although um, I feel like the purpose has changed in some sense. Well, I, I think that the need is still great for it. <laughs> um, first of all, I think that um, the need is great to talk about um, the, the topics that you bring up. I feel like these are important, relevant topics that you guys discuss. Um, and I also think it's important because we don't hear from a lot of women at our church, um, not just online, but just period. And so yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for all of your voices and I'm thankful for all the work that you put into it. I know that it takes a lot of time to gather everybody together, uh, coordinate schedules, um, make the time personally, you know, with your family and everything, and then to mm -hmm. edit it, to think of the questions and to run mm -hmm. the conversation. I know it <laughs> takes a lot of time for you. Um, how do you feel that you've grown in terms of your skills as an interviewer or just, you know, running a podcast or just um, spiritually, how do you think you've grown? That's a huge question. I mean, so yeah, <laughs> I've grown. Um, when I started off, it, like I said, it was a faith process because I would not count speaking as one of my top abilities at all. Um, I think I spent the majority of my life just learning how to listen to people. And I feel like if I hadn't had that preparation process of just getting deep with people, learning to understand where they come from, um, that's honestly where most of the episodes stem from. It comes from like a really deep desire to want to pull out um, testimonies of people's own faith journeys and like you know, give God glory and share that testimony. And um, so I, I feel like for me, God has 
grown me and my confidence in his spirit to do this work. <laughs> Every time we go into an episode, I honestly don't know what to expect, how to like manage responses if it's too long, that can make me nervous. Or I, I feel like just improvising and just having this conversation is like a skill in itself. Mm. And I feel like yeah, I, I just feel a little bit more comfortable speaking and I feel like my words are a little sharper, whereas in the past I relied more on like my emotions. Mm. So those are just a few things. I, I I think that you're still emotional in your podcast. I, I, am. I appreciate that. I, I think that's great because it's not just like, oh, I'm the interviewer or you're like, you're the host and you're going to show like no personality. I feel like your personality still comes through and that's that's super important i yeah that there's certain sides that i can't control so like sometimes (laughs) sometimes it just spills over when i'm just sensing like you know god's goodness or how he's working in another person's life it just like falls upon me like oh this is powerful this is good stuff yeah um i i i want to ask you a couple more things about this podcast so um you've done a couple um types where you have the group of you know four of you guys and then you have one some of them where it's just one-on-one interviews which ones do you do you like doing better okay so (laughs) honestly the one the group um podcast episodes they really make me nervous going into it because you don't we're not ordering our script so it's just like you're hoping that people speak and then you have an expectation of how the conversation should go but if the group doesn't meet that expectation. You got to run with what, where they're going. Mm. So those are a little bit more like, I got to really be okay with going with the flow. And I personally like the one-on-ones because I feel like it really fits the way I like to talk to a person, especially when we can go deeper into like a journey, they've a faith journey they've been on. I really love to just like pull out every thought to show like what, did God do with you during that journey? So those are, those are my personal favorites. Although, um, I've asked like Darren, do you think those are the the best episodes? Cause those are my favorite episodes. And he's like, no, I actually like some of your group ones too, where you just talk about a topic. And those are a little bit more difficult for me because I don't really, I don't have strength in like talking about theoretical things. I like Mm. talking about experiences. So Mm, I feel mm. like that's my safe spot. I see. Um, I can, I can totally see that. I can understand <laughs> where you're coming from. Um, okay. One, one more podcast related question. You said that, um, you know, maybe the visions changed a little bit or the purpose has changed. Uh-huh. What can we expect uh, moving forward? Do we expect more one-on-ones? Do we expect more group ones? What do you think? Um, so, you know, the participants of this podcast, they're all from our church, First Chinese Baptist um, Church. And um, I really just would love to um, showcase and have people who have gone through journeys that you don't really get to talk about in the church. And, you know, I keep my eye on these people. And when the right time hits, I'll ask them, would you feel comfortable um, sharing, you know, part of your journey on this podcast? Um, So we're going to still continue having those. And I feel like those group ones will have slowed down a bit because they take a lot of time just to publish one of those episodes. Mm. Um, So I don't know. Um, You know, when it comes to these things, I feel like the sky is the limit. Like 
did you notice that there was one episode where we did a game? Yes, I do. I remember that. Yeah. yeah I remember so, that. Yeah. So for me, that was kind of fun because sometimes I feel like the viewer will have probably have that as their lasting impression, like the yeah. game over like yeah. Um, yeah, every, I think anything is fair game. Cool. Well, I'm excited for, um, this new year. Uh, and I, I want to encourage you to keep up the great work. It's a, it's, it's seriously, it is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. And I enjoy oh, that, that means a lot. Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Les, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, Instagram post that you did. I guess there's two aspects of this or, uh, two sentences that you wrote. The first sentence is, is it unrealistic to protect your kids from a hurried lifestyle? And then the second sentence that you wrote was, I also want to build their stamina for creativity and imagination without access to the internet, a screen, or money. Um, can you explain what you meant by those things? Um, okay, so the hurried lifestyle, I, I feel like that's our society. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, waiting is kind of like a lost art. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel I, like, yeah. you know, ever since the introduction of um, technology, the internet, and now like these phones where you have the whole world at your fingertips, mm -hmm. the moment you're bored or you're discontent with life, you just pick that up and you have so much power in those fingertips. And mm -hmm it does something to you. It, it makes you forget about these free gifts where we get to enjoy God's creation, his presence. And I mean, who, who wants to wait anymore, yeah. but that is such a, that's such an important spiritual discipline. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, like I, I'm a stay at home, homeschool mom, for my kids. And I feel like our home is the only place where I get to set that tone and say, you get this and you're not going to get this. And you, until one day you have like your own device, I'm going to influence you and let you experience a life where you get to rest. We get our discipline to um, take our Sabbath. We are going to slow down because I feel like patience and perseverance can only be, you know, cultivated in a setting where you're not rushed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you did say hurried lifestyle, you did mean like because of technology and things like that. I did. Um, yeah. And I don't know if technology perpetuates this whole uh, tendency that I think we have as maybe adults that we don't want to miss out. So we just keep taking those opportunities and we, we never just slow down and just rest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you said two things that I want to pick up on the first one is that you said we, we do have the fears missing out still. Um, uh, that's something that people have talked about a lot, but it still exists. Yeah. It's very oh, real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you also said though, that you, you want to influence your kids. And so that that's a that's a fun term because you know when we think of influencers for online world we think about people with um, social media clout or like a lot of followers yeah. and things yeah um, but mm -hmm. as as parents in your case as a mom in particular you have the huge platform <laughs> to to influence your yes. kids with yeah yeah and mm -hmm. you set the terms so I, mm -hmm. I I I appreciate the 
the um the directness uh the intentionality behind the way you're choosing to disciple your kids um can you talk about that other sentence where you talked about what their creativity and imagination without access to the internet a screen or money Okay, so it's the most tempting thing as a parent to make life easier. You just give them something that's going to stimulate and give them, you know, like 10 or more minutes of their time so that you can have your time to yourself. Mm. So it's such a tempting thing. And we've done it. We've given them screens, movies. And what I found is that those screens are so powerful in their life to make them demanding and impatient. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, (laughs) And mm -hmm. I, you know, um, when you're watching something, you're not being a participant of it. You're, you're receiving something passively. Yeah. So it's, it's making you like lazier Mm -hmm, and technology mm -hmm. itself is making us lazier. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, um, I just, have this really big desire when they're young to give them the stimulation that that God gave us five senses for, you know, Mm -hmm. all those five senses. I feel like if you keep stimulating them in those ways, they will learn to love like the world around them, the creation. They will learn to appreciate interactions with people. And, you know, when we go out, like we want them to value interaction with people more than like what these devices will make of them. It's, it's going to make them like a, you know, a master of their life. Right. Like, again, it goes back to like what that phone does to people. It just makes you feel like you have power Mm, to make mm, decisions, mm. to feed your discontentment. Mm. And I feel like creativity is such a lost skill for kids. And what I mean by that is like, if you just throw in a bunch of kids in a room, an empty room, they will eventually find something to do. They're going to find a stick, even a (laughs) two, and they're going to imagine, let's, let's do this. And then they're going to all follow each other. And that's what I call a childhood, right? (laughs) Nice. Just go play with the rocks, go play with the dead leaves. And honestly, like that is amazing. Kids are the most creative creatures on this earth. And like what happens over time is like we begin to just like surround them and tell them, no, you got to learn this, do this. And then slowly like that gets dried up. But, you know, like in the whole education world, that creativity is actually one of the highest functioning cognitive processes of what you do when you receive knowledge. Mm. Um, so cool. you know, yeah. the, the, the easy thing is say, oh, I remember that I recognize that, but to create something from that knowledge, it's actually the highest cognitive skill on, I think the, the Bloom's taxonomy. Oh man, that's awesome. It, it is. So <laughs> yeah, it is. It's actually a really important skill. If you want to do something with knowledge later on. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so yeah. I feel like now's the time, like you were born to be your, your maximum creativity looks like it's now. So I want to let you, I, I want you waste to, it. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to waste this time. Yeah. And yeah. so like, there's so much to do in the house. Mm. And I, when they're bored, I'm like, go, go look for something, you know? <laughs> um, Les, I, I appreciated that post. Now, uh, I think your Instagram's private, right? Your Instagram's private or yes, whatever. So private. Uh, I, I, I know that you're, 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 I mean, you're still putting yourself out there, though. You're still like putting your 
opinions on these things out there. Do you ever get <laughs> do you ever get scared about like, oh, like somebody's gonna comment on this or like uh or, or, know, I mean I, you feel pretty strongly about these things, obviously, right? I feel that I have filtered my thoughts and when I post, I'm ready for anyone in my audience mm. to make a comment, even if it opposes my views. I, mm. I don't actually think I'm very opinionated, but if you think I am. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I think you're opinionated enough where we can talk about it and have a oh, podcast. Okay. So I think it's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm ready to have those conversations. I, I try to be really sensitive to the audience and my yeah. words. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I'm, I'm thankful that you do talk about these things and you're not scared to um, put, I think, uh, your, 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 your views and your values out there. Um, and, you know, just to talk about uh, God, Jesus, anything, you know, that's, that's uh, related mm-hmm. to these things. Mm-hmm. Whenever somebody posts something about their faith, then I appreciate it. Um, I do want to ask you now, uh, do your kids listen to your podcast? Do they know the that you are uh, a creator? <laughs> a creator. Yeah. Uh, well, they they don't honestly see videos as people who have created something. They see it. it like you're feeding me what I want. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they they know what the screen looks like. They know when they see mommy with another woman or like the group of women. They know that's like the podcast <laughs> and. <laughs> this is like so sad but I'm not offended but um my youngest boy mm-hmm. he'll look at that when he's looking for his videos yeah. and he'll tell me no mommy that's so boring <laughs> Les. and you know you know Aaron like I know like why would they want to listen to their mom talk about something that they don't they don't understand mm-hmm. but you know I do think about this like you know one day if I were to pass Mm-hmm. they're gonna have this as a you know my words you know yeah and yeah I do think about what my ki- it, when my kids listen to this one day like this is important stuff right it is it is so I feel like part of the process is you know it's for the church audience but one day my kids will listen to this or or not <laughs> <laughs> they might I still, still think, think it's yeah, they, yeah, they... I feel like that's why I have to throw it until like until I'm deceased then <laughs> then they'll care no 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 maybe when they can just understand what, what we're talking about um Les I'm, I'm so thankful that you put yourself out there um and that you talk about these things and thanks for having this conversation with me um oh yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, kids, if you're listening to this, your mom loves you very much. And uh, yeah, Les, thank you for for taking the time to share. I'm, I'm looking forward to um, another season of Walnut Woman and and uh, the things that you have to talk about. Thanks for, for doing yeah. it. Thanks for being a supporter. You're my uh, social media inspiration for <laughs> FCBC. <laughs> so. Thanks, Les.